After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That is right. We are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. Good ones and bad ones. And ones where people say weird shit like this. You just point and click. You've got mail. Hey, I've got mail. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today on the show, an idea that you had based on a commercial that we can't find. <laughs> yes, it's... Uh... It's ironic that I cannot find this one ad, but I've found plenty of other examples of the genre, which is uh, crashing through the ceiling as a genre. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Surprisingly, uh, there are a number of ads where something crashes through the ceiling. Every now and then, we find ourselves up against a situation where we can't find a commercial online that we know is airing right now. Yeah, like we just you saw and I it. and have seen this one commercial. You found another version of it that'll do as a stand-in, and we'll get to it in a second. But you know, I think I mentioned this on the show recently that everybody thinks they're a better Googler than everybody else. And so <laughs> yes. when you told me earlier, hey, I can't find that one commercial, I'm like, I'll find it. <laughs> yes. You don't worry your pretty little head about yeah. well, it. Well, in, in fairness, I was like a little unsure of what product I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And you, rec- you remembered right away what yeah. product it was for. But yeah, you couldn't find it either. Yeah, and it's a promo for a TV show. That's why I think those are a little bit more nebulous than even um, than TV commercials for products and services. Yeah, I guess so. It's, I mean, I suppose it's ephemeral, right? Like once the show has aired, the promo is valueless. So there's like less there's less chance that they're going to reuse it next year or something. Yeah, but this one, well, anyway, we'll talk about it more later. Um, I think I'm, I've really <laughs> pointed us into the least interesting part of this, but it Our is Google a strategies. trope, yes, that people... Um, That's a show idea right there. ...often crash through ceilings in commercials, and so you found a bunch of examples of that. Yes, I think it's a, I always think it's kind of a funny joke when, when something crashes through a ceiling on a TV show or... Um, or in any form, in any media, really. Uh, so we're going to look at commercials where the the joke is that something crashes through the ceiling. It's a messy endeavor, usually. Yeah. That's why I don't I like do it. I do feel a little bit like, I mean, I just must have disasters on the brain or something. Because I just did Christmas disasters. Oh, yeah. Right. But... Um, Here we are. Here we are. Um, We will also check in with the Ad Council, kind of a special hybrid Ad Council slash BT dubs segment today. Uh, Last week on the show, I took an old Nordic track commercial from uh, the 90s, which eerily had no music underneath it. And there's a bunch of testimonials from people that seemed overly serious given the lack of music. And so I just grabbed some music quickly and scored them uh, to give it kind of various vibes. And then some listeners have written in with suggestions of more music we should try putting the Nordic track commercial over. And so, I don't think I've seen all of these. So you have I'm you suggested you suggested Strawberry Hill or Salisbury, Salisbury Hill. I always say that. <laughs> I said that on last on last week's show too. But uh, so I did we will uh, hear what it sounds like with a little Peter Gabriel under that Nordic track commercial. Uh, and some other people had some interesting ideas as well. So we will do all of that. Um, first though, uh, let's talk more about our Googling strategy. Wait, hold on, no no let's just talk about people crashing through the ceiling. Now, 
Now, if you don't mind me saying here, Veeves, the commercial slash promo that you and I have both seen, I, I'm assuming during football games, although maybe also as pre-rolls on some of our on-demand media, is um, for the Next Level Chef show. Yes, this is Gordon Ramsay's newest foray into um, cooking shows, and it's some weird... I don't know exactly the premise, so if I get this a little bit wrong, I apologize, but the premise is it's very gimmicky. You have like a, a set, a stage set where it's like three layers, I think, like three stories, basically, but like it's open, uh, kind of Hollywood Squares style, and people have to do the cooking on one of the three floors, and I think the floor, the higher up on a floor that you are, the the easier of a time, like the better ingredients, or oh. and then somehow like the if you get if you get um, relegated to the lower floors, you have to. I don't know. It seems like sort of a human centipede approach to cooking show. As I guess is the closest thing I can say. Can That's not what they as. put in the promotional material. Well, I believe I think they've it, been they've been leaning away from that. I still think that was the original pitch. Really? Yeah. Someone walked into. Uh, Fox and said mm -hmm. human centipede meets Great British Bake Off. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you think that this is not related to our topic today so I shouldn't raise it but do you think that a live action shoots and ladders game show would be a good idea? <laughs> well people love shows or, or at least there are a lot of shows where people are falling through holes into mm -hmm. water off of bouncy things it seems like there's a real this does seem to be the moment where they were sort of like biting japan's rhyme and having yeah. people do kind of crazy stunts like um, you're tempted by this big box of chocolate so then you eat it but then that's a mistake so you slide all the way yeah down. it would be hard to like incentivize dumb behavior on mm -hmm. that show but i mean you could you could yeah, do it i i think i think america's got it <laughs> I think you know can, what i i have faith out in america to yeah. incentivize dumb people to do dumb things honestly like, like if there are any network executives listening andrew just pitched mm -hmm. real life shoots and ladders yeah shoots and ladders um and the tag tagline could be just for shoots and grins Anyway, uh, went a step too far there. We couldn't find the actual promo that we were thinking of for Next Level Chef with Gordon Ramsay, where he barges into some, well, through the ceiling, he comes crashing down because there's some revelers who I believe are watching a football game or something, and the one guy is excited because he's, He's put extra nacho cheese on his chip, and he's like, look, it's a next-level chip. And then Gordon Ramsay comes in, and he's like, you call that next-level? I, yeah. I don't do a Gordon Ramsay Right, but the premise imitation. in all of these promos is someone thinks they've done a, they've done a good thing food-wise, and then he crashes through the ceiling on, this, on like one of these levels that they use for the show. Oh, these I didn't catch that. I think that's kind uh, of why he's coming down through the, the ceiling, because it's like he's on no. the level above. And he berates them in his tr trademark Gordon Ramsay style. And then we get to see like how he would do nacho cheese, which is some fanciness. How stupid. So this one, which I hadn't seen in the wild, but is for the same show and as the same premise, has a guy presenting his family with the turkey, his holiday turkey. It's, you know, Christmas or Thanksgiving or something. But it's insane that he thinks this is a great looking turkey because it basically looks raw when he presents it, right? Oh, the guy does? Yeah, the and then guy? Gordon Ramsay like, arrives through the ceiling to... He arrives He arrives the through the ceiling to set everybody straight. Hello! <laughs> I'm arriving through the ceiling. <laughs> is this turkey next level or what? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it look, that, that turkey is... 
Yeah, see, the, okay, well, whatever, I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but, like, the cheese one, at least it kind of makes sense, like, some guy's gooping a bunch of cheese yeah. on the thing, it's like, next level, why, yeah, this guy is taking a raw turkey, this, Has this guy ever had turkey before? Yeah, that's right, you, you don't have to have cooked it before, have you... Have you had eaten it. turkey Have you before? seen a cartoon? Have you seen a, yeah. Did you, did you watch, ever watch anything that had turkey in it? Because what you have done is disgusting. This is really terrible. I think this it would be better looks... if it was like just sort of an average looking turkey. Yeah. And he was proud of it. And then Gordon Ramsay arrived to say like, no, like well, a really good looking turkey is this. Or if he jacked it up in some way of his own, like he like, what would oh, okay, be a next yes. level turkey? Like maybe he's, he's taking it out of, it's like a turducken that he's taking out of a sure. drum fry. Fire in the yeah, backyard. Yeah, he's coated it in Skittles. He's got firecrackers coming out of it or <laughs> exactly. something like that. All right, take a listen again. Is this turkey next level or what? Oh. You call that next level? Listen, your bird was going to give salmonella to Sam and Ella. Oh. My brined and roasted turkey. Now that's next level. You can brine my turkey anytime. Oh, a sassy grandma. Next level Try chef. horny grandma. Yeah. There's a horny grandma at the end of the table uh, who has a southern accent for reasons and then like weirdly comes on to Gordon Ramsay in what I think is just a really bizarre note on top of a kind of already bizarre commercial. Fox must have a show in the works called Horny Grandma, right? I would think, yeah. So there's a little button at the end of this too. Fox. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, he breaks just... the wishbone with the two kids, Sam and Ella. Mm -hmm. They have their sweaters on that say their names. Like you would name your kids Sam and Ella. Mm -hmm. Come on. Uh, um, maybe they're cousins. I guess they could be cousins. Um, but uh, he breaks the wishbone, which... Also, Gordon Ramsay, not to tell you your business, but you can't do the wishbone the day of Thanksgiving. It's got to dry out. Yeah, good point. That's next level. Yeah, that's next level wishbone, which I won this year, by the way. Yes, but we both wish for the same thing, <laughs> a new Xbox. Um, okay, so uh, now can we – it used to be we couldn't get through a show without doing a progressive commercial yeah. with – Flow or Flow's Pals, but these days I feel like we can't get through a uh, show without an Allstate Mayhem commercial. Well, in fairness, when I keep doing shows about mayhem, yeah, we're going to see commercials about mayhem. Also, you're kind of a horny grandma for mayhem, I too. am a horny grandma for yeah, mayhem, that's so true. There you go. Um, this is one that I've always loved, and it's you occasionally see it uh, still in, in circulation because it's kind of evergreen, but in this one, Dean Winter's mayhem is a cat, and as the cat He's like talking about how you think I'm a cuddly kitten who likes to be held, likes to likes to snuggle with you. But actually, I'm a, you know, an engine of destruction. And as he's doing all these funny cat things like riding around on the Roomba, which he's doing as an adult man, which mm -hmm. is terrific. Um, at some point, the cat uh, swipes on the upstairs bathroom sink and the water begins to fill up in the sink. So as as all of this sort of destruction is happening in other parts of the house, there's this pregnant notion that upstairs the bathroom is filling with water. Mm -hmm. And he's up there as the cat, as the human cat, uh, drinking from it. Another really gross thing that happens in here, by the way, is uh, he has a – you see him in the bedroom where the, the man of the family is sleeping – 
and Dean Winters, Mayhem, has a mouse in his mouth. It's dangling <laughs> oh, yeah. by its tail, and he drops it right on the face of the guy <laughs> who's sleeping. That's really gross. Um, but yeah, so he's doing all kinds of cat things. But like you say, the water in the upstairs uh, basin is overflowing and collecting more and more water on the ground in the bathroom. I'm your cat. And ever since you brought me home that day, well, I've been plotting to destroy you, sizing you up, calculating your every move. You think this is love? This is a billion years of tiger DNA just ready to pounce. And if you got the wrong home insurance coverage, you could be coughing up the cash for this. And this is the upstairs bathroom finally collapsing through there into their downstairs floor. Now, that's interesting. See, okay, now I don't want to call you out. You put the show together. But I thought this was people falling through ceilings. I didn't it's just say that. ceilings collapsing because nobody the ceiling collapsed, but nobody came along with it. I expected him, Dean Winters, to be coming down through the no. through the ceiling. I'm sorry if you uh, heard that, but that's not what I said. That's okay. Um, do we have to keep going or? <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should. All right. Well, I guess we'll just keep. I'm. I'm. You know, it's just not what I thought we were entering into today. I didn't say anything about people crashing through the ceiling. That's in some of these a person crashes through the ceiling. It's just ceiling crashes. It's just ceiling crashes. Uh-huh, yeah. I love that song. Uh an old woman <laughs> cries. Uh okay. So, oh, do we have another Allstate? Is this another mayhem? This is not another mayhem and this is a pretty old one. Um but clearly you can understand how a ceiling crash would be a rich vein mm-hmm. for an insurance company. And Indeed. in fact, I was surprised there weren't more Examples like I thought for sure the Hall of Claims would have some, oh yeah, you know, with the ones with J.K. Simmons would have something where like something's crashing through the ceiling and they have a funny story about it. Yeah, but the closest that I got for that was um that some dogs turn on a a sink or something and it fills up a room and then they swim around in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did, but it never crashes through the floor, so it didn't count. Okay, so what? But this is another. This is another one. In this one, we missed the ceiling crash. It's already crashed. Oh, we are looking at a couple who are staring up at their ceiling, where there's a great big hole that's dripping water, and the husband is saying that it's a burst pipe, and he's capable of fixing it. And his wife is pretty confident that he is not capable of fixing it. Oh, I remember this campaign. So she keeps saying like no to his his offers to do do it yourself, Um, and then Allstate pays for them to get someone in there who's qualified to fix it. It's just a burst pipe. I can fix it. <laughs> no. With claim rate gone, your rates <laughs> won't go up just because of a claim. So now someone's like, hey, I totally could have. No. Switching to Allstate. <laughs> At the very end, all you see is it's all fixed up and it all looks nice. And there's just a painter professionally rolling on a ceiling, a, a, a layer of ceiling paint and the guy uh the like homeowner guy is like just drink- the the wife is no longer even in the shot he's just what he's drinking a cup of coffee watching the professional finish up the patch job and then he starts to say i could have and then off screen right we don't even see the wife say it she's just like nope shouts from off camera that's a incredibly low bar to clear okay fixing the ceiling and yeah. the pipe yes you should call a professional probably if you're not a contractor or something Painting your ceiling, I think. Well, I think he's implying he could have done the oh, whole thing. He could have thing. done the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, let's listen okay. to the end again. I totally could have. No. Switching off. That's pretty funny. I really like her acting at the beginning, too, when she just, like, like her legitimately surprised laugh at him yeah. when he says he could fix it. And she says, no, good acting. A little <laughs> reminiscent of the um, 
you said you were going to bring the Life Vests commercial that I like yes. with the somewhat, you know, loving but somewhat ball busty yes, nature I of love it. That. Yeah. I like it because in both of those commercials, the women are are rightfully somewhat critical yeah. and there is teasing going on, but it's not like that show we did a long, long time ago where it's just like these nasty, toxic cus- uh, Right, couples. or like being a mommy wife who yeah. has to like, you know, nag, nag someone. There is one in here that's pretty gross that actually yeah. got kind of a, um, it did get some backlash, although not for that reason, uh, but kind of like wives telling their husbands to go do chores and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm. Um, but um, this is another one where a bathtub gets turned on. Um, and so that's a very, I think that's a very sort of present threat for a lot of people or like it's a very, maybe it's just like a very relatable threat. One thing I found when I was doing the research for this show is that when you search for commercials with um, tubs crashing through the mm-hmm. ceiling or crashing through the ceiling, what you get are a lot of home videos of that actual thing happening. Oh God. So I guess this is a real thing that can happen. I mean, I saw Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, and Dead that was to a me. very specific situation. That's true. They used that was because of acid. Same thing happened in Dead to Me this season. Oh, really? Um, not but, with acid. Yes, actually with acid. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, so this next one we're about to see is another somebody left the water on commercial. Yes, okay. this one is for Duracell battery, um, and it's one of those like sort of. Uh, worst case scenario stories where if you don't do X or if you if if X then Y if Y then Z and it leads to something terrible. Yeah, these they never connect the dots on these very well. They don't really They're connect. very short and they yeah. don't make sense. I remember getting very angry about one. It might even be this one you're this about one. to play. Yeah. yeah, this is about a family that doesn't use Duracell batteries to power their kids' dumb toy, and dot dot dot. Now their bathtub is falling through the ceiling. Yeah, I swear, yeah, we've talked about this from the, and it's also it's like fifteen seconds. So let's let's walk through this. We see um, somebody replacing batteries in a little toy robot, and I think the narrator is going to take over from here. You need the most trusted battery for your son's favorite toy? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe you could trust he wouldn't leave the upstairs water running. Or you could just trust Duracell. I still don't get it. I don't either. We've so yelled he, about it. We've talked about leaves, it. He I leaves don't. the water on upstairs, and then instantly the bathtub completely falls down and narrowly misses the mother on sitting on the sofa. It um, just doesn't make sense. Like, is it like one of those? How long has did, how long has it been since this family went upstairs? But then, but also, what is the cell like? Is, is <laughs> exactly. It like, it's like it's not related to the bat. It, the first time I saw this, I thought it was like, oh, if the kid doesn't have good batteries in the toy, then the kid's gonna get up to mischief. Yeah. And then, but that's not really what they're saying. It's, they're it's just saying like, their kid is a terrible kid. They're just saying that like they're they're creating these. They probably have a whole slate of these commercials where they're creating this almost like kind of Geico esque thing. Was like yeah, where it's just like you could do this or you could do that, right? And it doesn't and really make it's just a bunch of yeah. like vignettes, but like just terrible. This this yeah. commercial angers me, and, and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculousness. It makes no sense whatsoever. Exactly. I think they just want somebody wanted to see a bathtub fall yeah. through the ceiling, and but and a and a robot. Like there, there's either way you you can do either one of those things, but I don't understand why they're in the same no, commercial. It's, it's absurd. It's really bad. Get with the program. Yeah, come on, Duracell. Is that my new thing? I was reading the the Seattle Times rants and raves on the holiday weekend, and yeah. 
Didn't somebody end one with "Get with the program"? Is that what it is? I, I think start that's true. That and then more. I said we should. You should. Someone just start a public radio show called "Get with the program." Yes, that would, would be, be that would funny. be really perfect. Um, okay. Um, so next up, we have. Oh, this is going back ways. This is from 2006, huh? Yes, and this is the one I said Spirit had some backlash, although not for the reasons that I found it to be kind of gross. In this ad, um, and I think this might have been a Super Bowl ad. We have three husbands who are being sent up to the roof by their mommy wives. One of them has been told to go up there and I think clean the gutters. The other one has been told to go up there and like adjust the rabbit ears or something, mm-hmm. which like, I guess in 2006 people still, or the the dish, maybe it was like the satellite dish. Okay. And then... But when they once these guys get up there, so these guys aren't all on the same roof. They're, they're all they're like neighbors neighbor in a neighborhood, yes. so they can see each other and talk right. to each other. So one of them, but so even though they've got, been told to go up there, and also they didn't become invisible the second they got up on their roofs, um, they just set up lawn chairs and coolers and have beers and cook hot dogs up on their roof where their mean wives can't get at them. Mm-hmm. And then a third neighbor comes up and they think he's also. On this uh, on this tip of like like fooling his mean wife, uh, but he actually is up there to do a real job. I see. This is for Bud Light. I don't know yes. if we said that. Thanks for cleaning the gutters. Anything for you, hon. He's up there. He's pretending to clean gutters. Now he's just setting up a long chair and drinking beer. His toolbox. He opens up his toolbox and it's just a cooler filled with ice and beer, which is kind of cool. Next cleaning door. the gutters. Yeah, I'm realigning the satellite dish. It's a good one. Hey, it's fixing a leak in the roof. Even better. No, I'm really fixing a leak. In the roof. Yeah, it turns out leak fixing guy just falls through the roof and into his living room. The leak got really bad. I will say that the, the we only hear from one woman in this and she's not ball busty i'll give her that she's she says, she says thank thanks you. for doing that and it sounds you know he's like hey no problem sweetie like, i guess so it's just i the, the premise that like men have to go into a secret space to not to enjoy themselves mm-hmm. and like that they have to be exiled from the domestic sphere in order to like live their best lives i think is problematic i'll be honest i agree but the reason it's that actually man roof it's the actual reason that it got uh blowback uh in the in the press and the public was um, that critics said it sent a dangerous message that it is fun to drink on rooftops, violating the beer industry's advertising and marketing standards. But, true story, it's fun to drink on rooftops. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) Kids, if you're listening. Kids, if you're listening. Get up there. It is fun to drink on rooftops. We, We used to drink on our rooftop at our old place. We did, we yeah. Would sit outside. It we, wasn't a very pitched roof, though. No, it was a but a flat roof. But I mean, we would sit outside the was, window. Oh yeah, yeah. And drink on on the roof. Yeah, that was pretty pitched. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I couldn't believe you were okay with that. But it was like, well, we the second story of our house, what it did have a kind of a pitched area, but it didn't go all the way to the ground. It just went one floor down. Yeah, to the you flat would fall roof. like eight feet. Uh, yeah, if you it was, fell. yeah. So but that even eight feet is scary. usually a lot for you. All right, what else do we got? <laughs> not a, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Um, this one's sort of cheaty because it doesn't really make the whole ceiling fall down, but it felt like it was conceptually aligned. This is for Lowe's, the hardware and home goods store, or home, I don't know what you would call that. It's a hardware store, um, a home project store. I would just call it a hardware store. I guess so. Um, this is a guy who is trying to do it himself. He's trying to install 
um, or maybe fix a fan that's like very wobbly or, or no, I think he's just installed. He's just finished installing it. Um, he gets down off the ladder. He goes to turn it on and it starts to spin, mm-hmm. but something has gone amiss. Okay. He climbs down from the ladder. He's feeling good. I know that feeling like I just did this with some lights where I'm like, is it going to work? He's going to flip the switch here. It starts to turn, and then it immediately sparks Ooh. and drops down on a glass coffee table. How did he do that? And then he compounds his problems by hurling it out of his bay, bay window. Wow. So suddenly you have we... to be a psychopath to do that much damage after you've already done that much damage. So we see it fall from the inside. That, that commercial is very... Very no no music no voiceover no anything at yep. the end it just says need help question mark but it all takes place inside this guy's living room then after the the fan falls to the ground then suddenly we just see the outside of this beautiful house this kind of John Hughes esque suburban house and then all of a sudden like you say we see the fan from the outside just come smashing through the window onto the front yard which is an interesting perspective on that yeah although I agree that like. I wouldn't want to be in a house with somebody with that kind of anger yes. issue. I'm a, I am afraid to live with him yeah. if that's how he reacts to a setback. Yeah, although it was a pretty big setback. I mean, the fan fell, it smashed a table. That's two problems. Now he's got three problems, one of which is way bigger, which is that he's demolished a bay window with like a lot of mullions and everything. That's going to be a very expensive fix. And I assume that he's now going to have some relationship issues as well. Unclear, Assuming it's he, lives he lives with, with somebody. somebody. Yeah, maybe, he could be by himself. I think maybe he has to be by himself because he's such a rage monster. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, so what do we have here? This is a uh, John Cleese commercial? This goes way back. This is like way back to the 80s. Obviously, most I think most people know who John Cleese is. Um, Monty Python, many other things. Um, he had so many funny walks. He had a lot of funny walks. Um, I love John Cleese. And I liked him until he was speaking out about how you can't be funny in modern times. <sighs> did he get, did he get oh, on that yeah, dumb train? Oh, yeah, he's an anti-cancel, quote-unquote cancel uh, culture guy. Give me a break. Um, uh, so he and an actor... Which is so funny. I'm sorry to interrupt, no. but you're the one who watched A Life of Brian lately, and you're like... What I like about these movies is there's they totally hold up. The yeah. humor is timeless. You can be funny yes. without hurting people's feelings or being nasty or gross or anything phobic. You yeah, know? that's the thing. Like those, like you, Life of Brian, Holy Grail. These movies hold up so well, and they were so. And the thing is, like they were true comedy innovators. I mean, Monty Python was just like they carved out a completely new territory for comedy, and it's really disheartening to hear people who broke the mold and said like comedy doesn't have to be the same old thing anymore. It can be something new and innovative and different to hear them say, well, that's no longer true because what the, you know, the, the jokes that I'm used to are the only jokes that are funny. And like, in other words, as our tastes and our sensitivities change, those are not just important things for people to be included in society, but also useful creative constraints in some cases. Yes, exactly. And it's really just so disappointing to hear talented writers and actors and people just be so, so stuck in the past that they can't recognize that. John Cleese, cancel culture has a disastrous effect on comedy. If you're worried about offending people and constantly thinking of that, you're not going to be very creative. He says, the last great comedies were Roxanne and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. 
then there's a very long quote here. I won't read it all. But um, yeah, it's for somebody who created timeless. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, timely because it is of an era. But like the type of comedy was timeless. The yeah. the cheese shop, the, you know, the cheesemonger skit, the, his stupid funny walks. Like there was nothing. Of, I mean, I, I'll bet you his um, I'll bet you Faulty Towers maybe gets a little bit um, fresher. I'm guessing. Did you watch a lot of that? Not a lot, although. I'm pretty sure that's the one where where Hitler comes to stay. <laughs> oh, in an episode or it's, it's like I wonder if that's what started this. In fact, I, that rings a bell, and I feel like I only it's, know it's it. Ve- it's a very funny because joke. of yeah. I, I'm gonna mess up this. if I try to if I try to remember the exact plot. But there's definitely like a lot of fun with the idea that someone who is like the audience understands to be Hitler uh, is is staying there is. Is is like a big. It's like a pretty famous mm-hmm. episode. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's. But that can be funny. Like there can be very funny jokes about Nazis. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this commercial though has no funny walks and no Hitler. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, with John Cleese and an actress named Gabrielle Drake, um, who, who's listed as sexy Gabrielle Drake in the well, description of this. The- is sort of interesting. She actually she did a lot of like very um, uh, sort of very popular British shows like I think Coronation Street or those kinds of things that everybody watched. You know, they're like definitely part of the the British culture. But in her younger days she did some erotica. Oh. So she Does kind that of, play into this? Or I you don't just think happen so. to know it's just, that about it's her. just that like she sort of has this reputation mm. or this association with her uh, with her performance. In this one, she and John Cleese appear to be a, a married couple kind of set, you know, in the suburbs or or wherever in a sort of middle class environment. They're sitting in their um, cozy little living room, I think, you know, reading the paper or whatever. And then water starts trickling into the to the room from a leaky or burst pipe above them. And John Cleese starts like trying to call a plumber, like directly to a plumber. And the whole premise of this ad is for talking pages is that you call it's basically for information, Mm -hmm. except it's a, a British service is that you don't call directly the plumber. You call talking pages and they connect you. So I mean I don't know if you could hear that, but he's like he's calling around directly all these places while he's holding some sort of a old fashioned British Rolodex, and he's saying, "Do you come out and bank holidays?" And clearly the answer is no. Um, and so he's kind of striking out, but while he's striking out, we get another shot of the living room, and now like the water is up to his waist. Yes, and they're just still room. sitting there calmly, but the yeah. water is is rising higher and higher in their room. And she's like sitting on the couch crocheting while he's standing and trying to look calm while he's probably getting more panicky inside. I'm trying to. It's stuck. All under control here. Nothing to worry about. What? No credit cards? And no, it's not important. I'll call someone else. Okay, so now we see, like, the cat is trying to survive by crawling up the curtains. The dog just swims by. <laughs> they um, have a real dog swim by. Yeah, the water is basically up to their necks now. And this must have been an incredibly challenging ad to make. <laughs> yeah, it lo- looks like she's even holding, like, a an aquarium or a terrarium of some sort, keeping it out of the water. I'll call someone else. Desmond, what about calling talking pages? This is all the time calling total strangers. <laughs> If you need something quickly, call Talking Pages. We'll help you find the right shops and services in your area. Hello. 
plumber, if you can tell. Yes, we have three plumbers in your area who have an emergency service. Thank you so much. Is he all right? Yes, he's just looking for the fish. Call talking page. So at the end, the guy who says, is he all right? A, a plumber has arrived through the talking pages. Talking pages. Um, and Talking pages. The situation seems to have, have been resolved, at least the source of it. Everything's very wet now. Yes. But the, the house has drained. The pipe is fixed. But the reason the plumber says, is he okay, is... There's still a puddle of water on the ground, and John Cleese is face down in it, <laughs> and the wife has her foot on the back of his head. She apparently was not happy with his performance. And she says he was looking for the fish, which is she dumps out the fish bowl yes, so uh, into the aquarium. into the water of the living room. I see. She's very um, she's very calm during the whole thing, but it turns out that was just her her British fortitude. She was actually quite angry. She was she's, just reserved. She was actually quite angry. Exactly. Very, it's very hard to tell with them sometimes. Very quite angry. Okay. Um, What is this? This says Oxford in it. Do we have more English people? Yes, this is another uh, British one, I guess. It's for a a service called or a product called Burlitz Oxford. Burlitz, if you aren't familiar, is like a a precursor to Duolingo or or, um, what's the other one? Babbel. Um, and it was just like language classes and you Mm. would, you would go to Burlitz to like learn, learn a new language. This is very simple ad and I don't know when it's from, but probably quite a while ago. Um, maybe like looks sort of nineties ish, maybe, um, very simple ad. You have two white men sitting in a otherwise featureless space on two office chairs, kind of almost knee to knee. And one of them is speaking to the other one in a foreign language and the English speaker doesn't really know what he's saying but the foreign speak foreign language speaker keeps kind of like gesturing up above and kind of like making you know sort of like making gesticulating towards the the ceiling and uh, you'll see that in a moment that there's a good reason for that el techo se caerá en 20 segundos no, i don't get it el techo uh, el techo se caerá el techo se caerá <laughs> In 10 segundos. El techo se caerá en 10 segundos. Ah! It turns out what those words meant was the ceiling is going to fall in uh-huh. 10 seconds. Uh-huh. I think that, Segundo, I feel like that's Spanish. Uh, it was yeah, it's something romance. It's some mm-hmm. romance language, either Spanish or Italian. I couldn't quite yeah, quite the, tell. yeah, maybe it's Italian. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought that was kind of very simple and fun. And like uh, as someone who is also trying to learn a foreign language, uh, it's helpful to know what uh, what's being said if the ceiling's about to fall on you. I um, yeah, I think it's a really good commercial. I think it's really funny. I knew what was going to happen because of our theme today. Right. But if I saw this in the wild, I wouldn't know that. Which is uh, which is I'm going to say more fun. Uh, let's close out this segment with one where it probably doesn't quite qualify as a ceiling. Um, How a many ceiling cheaters falling do you in. have here? Well, it was a little harder than I thought to find a mm-hmm. bunch of commercials where the ceiling falls in. I thought there would be like a ton of them. It feels to me like one of those ones where like there's just a lot. Like it happens all the time. I'm sure it is, but it's just like hard to. It's hard find, to search you know? for it, and what you get is a lot of like commercial ceiling repair yeah yeah the bane of my google existence is whenever i look for commercials i get like commercial vendors of whatever i'm searching for yeah type in real estate commercial and you get a lot of commercial Commercial real estate estate, (laughs) um this is for the the travel um website kayak Mm -hmm. um you'll remember kayak they had a whole 
a whole series or a whole campaign where people were like attaching themselves to five different arms so they could search all of this travel sites at once and kayaks pitch is that like oh with kayak we're doing all of that you know extra mm-hmm. work for you mm-hmm. um this one doesn't have that joke but that you have just a middle class couple maybe a little bit a little bit on the lower side of middle class which is sort of rare in some of these ads and the husband says i've booked us a trip to i think it's cabo and the wife says we can't do that we can't afford it and then he says, well, we can't afford it because of kayak. I found good deals, which prompts her to start shooting a flare gun up in the ceiling. And so I'm going to go hmm. out on a limb and say, I know why they don't normally afford a vacation. Yeah. Their judgment is incredibly bad. First of all, they're buying flare guns. They're buying flare guns. They're shooting them off in the house. Yeah. I mean, I would expect that they have some unpaid bills. Yeah, probably. But it is kind of cute. We're going to Cabo. Can't afford a vacation. Oh, yes, we can. Kayak compared hundreds of travel sites in seconds and found us a very low price. Holy smokes! <laughs> Kayak has all the best deals. I love you. And now there's so many sparks shooting down from their ceiling that it kind of makes a romantic, sparkly, uh, cinematic backdrop for them to twirl around. And they're spinning each other in their arms yeah. while uh, sparks rained down. The professional style. The professional style. Wait, not the professional. What is the baseball movie? Is it the professional? Uh, the, the natural. Ball- the natural is what I was. The saying. professional is about a hitman. Is about a hitman yeah. exactly. It's got French and McFrench face in it, right? Um, it's got a French guy in it, like Jean Luc something, yeah. and a young Natalie Portman. I want right. to say yes. Yeah, I can't remember the 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 Leon's name, but yes, right. Um, um, he's famous. Yes, he is. Uh, okay, great. Well, thank you for putting that together. Yeah. So watch out for your ceilings. Don't let your pets or your children or your. Um, disgruntled neighbors or whatever uh fill up a bathtub full of water and overflow it and crash down onto your onto your house and don't um let your wife get a flare gun do not let your wife get a flare gun if you take nothing else (laughs) from today's show do not let your wife get a flare gun she is not responsible enough to handle it everybody's talking at me i don't hear words saying All right, so I mentioned at the top of the show that we did get some more requests for remixes of the Nordic Track commercial we played last week. Now, I'm not going to play the original one here because we've already played that commercial over and over and over (laughs) again, and we're going to do that again with the various music I've put underneath it. But the original one is very dry, and it's, again, kind of a a testimonial-style commercial where people are talking about why they like their Nordic track, but there was just something eerily quiet about this commercial from the mid 90s um and there the, the silence brought an intensity to it so last <laughs> week i just kind of grabbed some music from various movies and tv shows to kind of give it different moods like yeah the you made it feel yackety, inspirational the yakety sax to make it goofy yeah. from like uh the benny hill show or whatever but when i was just describing the premise to you the very first thing you said before you even heard any of my my remixes was oh like uh, did you do salisbury hill because that's such a classic song to like as we said in last week's show like you throw that in your movie trailer and it it like kind of 
it instills a sense of like kind of hope and yeah, change heartwarming time or whatever uh, yeah. somebody's going through something where they're learning yes and coming out the other side so i uh i Character did that growth yes so here here's the um the first one this is the nordic track commercial mixed with salisbury hill the combination of the nordic track exercise along with a low-fat diet has really helped me trim my waistline and my weight <laughs> Even when you know when it's I coming. first started working out with the Nordic track, I, I lost a lot of weight in a very short period of time. I went from 226 to 172 in just a few months. I look good. I feel good. I've gone down two dress sizes. <laughs> I feel sensational. <laughs> if you've ever wondered what a Nordic track workout can do for you, just listen to an owner. You want me to talk about my experience with Nordic Track? I had become a couch potato. We all know what they are. <laughs> Ended up talking to my doctor who said I had to do two things. Watch my diet and exercise regularly. So as a result of getting on the Nordic Track, I brought my weight down considerably. I lost 12 pounds. Now I want you to go right out and buy one. <laughs> I love that. Call now for your free video and brochure to learn how you can get on track with Nordic. Track. You got to get the big swelling. Of oh boom, my God, boom, that was fantastic! I also like that it says my heart is going boom, 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 and it's yes, for an extra piece of that exercise. That was equipment. honestly so good. So okay, good. Okay, and then we got a, a note from listener Andrew T. It was a very nice note. It said I've been listening to your show for a few months now, keeping up with the new episodes while randomly meandering through the backlog. I think a Nordic track uh, Claire de Lune mashup would be nice. I like That's that. uh, Claude WC, right? Yeah. Andrew says, thanks for making what is currently my favorite podcast. And that's saying something. I listened to 67,000 minutes of podcasts this year. Hello. Wow. Well, we do make the shows long. They are long, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. That's that's really sweet, Andrew. I appreciate it. He's so, not saying uh, he listened to 67,000 no, minutes no. of he's our show. He's saying that he's listened yeah. to a lot, but I'm just saying that, like, yeah, if we keep our shows long, we can keep those numbers up, too. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's see here. So this is it. This is, uh, I don't know if I did the best job with this. It's Claire DeLune. There's not a lot you can do with it other than, um, you know, kind of hit some posts here and there. The combination of the Nordic track exercise along with a low-fat diet has really helped me trim my waistline and my weight. When I first started working out with the Nordic Track, I, I lost a lot of weight in a very short period of time. I went from 226 to 172 in just a few months. I look good. I feel good. I've gone down two dress sizes. I feel sensational. If you've ever wondered what a Nordic Track workout can do for you, just listen to an owner. You want me to talk about my experience with Nordic Track? I had become a couch potato. We all know what they are. Ended up talking to my doctor who said I had to do two things. Watch my diet and exercise regularly. So as a result of getting on the Nordic Track, I brought my weight down considerably. I lost 12 pounds. Now I want you to go right out and buy one. <laughs> Call now for your free video and brochure to learn how you can get on track with Nordic Track. God, I love a 
good ring out. That's great. <laughs> I very strong, strong uh, entry from uh, who was the listeners? This Andrew. That was Andrew's uh, suggestion. Yeah, now, terrific, terrific idea. I, I have just two more here. Um, uh, Mike actually wrote in listener Mike with a whole bunch of suggestions, like four or five, I think. But okay. I only had time to really get to two of them. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what these are. Here's the first suggestion that I mixed from Mike. The combination of the Nordic track exercise along with a low-fat diet has really helped me trim my waistline and my weight. (laughs) When I first started working out with the Nordic track, I, I lost a lot of weight in a very short period of time. I went from 226 to 172 in just a few months. I look good. I feel good. I've gone down two dress sizes. I feel sensational. If you've ever wondered what a Nordic track workout can do for you, just listen to an owner. You want me to talk about my experience with Nordic track? This really makes this guy sound like a psycho. Yes. Ended up talking to my doctor who said I had to do two things. Watch my diet and exercise regularly. So as a result of getting on the Nordic track, I brought my weight down considerably. I lost 12 pounds. Now I want you to go right out and buy one. Call now for your free video and brochure to learn how you can. All right, that one just fades out there. I love Um, a little Halloween action. It's actually um, Exorcist. It sounds very much like Halloween. I thought that was the Michaels theme from Halloween. I was going to say it's tubular bells from The Exorcist. Okay. But uh, but the Halloween one must be very similar. Play Halloween real quick. Here, let me see if I can find it on the fly here. Because I really thought I I had it right. The Halloween song is written by the director, right? Uh, Probably. That would be... um, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. You know, I think the instrumentation's quite different. I think it's more like synthy. Mm-hmm. But it's like kind of staccato and Yeah, I can see why I got confused, but they are different. Yeah. Also, could be a good Nordic track theme. You want to hear about my Nordic track? He's so incredulous. <laughs> As Michael appears like yeah. silently in the background. Okay, I have one more for you here. This right. again was uh, listener Mike's suggestion. I'm not going to tell you what it was. This was difficult to mix. The combination of the Nordic track exercise along with a low-fat diet has really helped me trim my waistline and my weight. When I first started working out with the Nordic track, I, I lost a lot of weight in a very short period of time. I went from 226 to 172 in just a few months. I look good. I feel good. I've gone down two dress sizes. I feel sensational. If you've ever wondered what a Nordic track workout can do for you, just listen to an owner. You want me to talk about my experience with Nordic track? I had become a couch potato. We all know what they are. Ended up talking to my doctor who said I had to do two things. Stop! <laughs> Watch my diet and exercise regularly. So as a result of getting on the Nordic track, I brought my weight down considerably. I lost 12 pounds. Now I want you to go right out and buy one. Wow! To the wall. Call now for your free video and brochure to learn how you can get on track with Nordic Track. 
Oh my god, my that fa- is great pick, Mike. <laughs> my favorite part. That is, is so. My funny. doctor told me to do two things. Stop. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Michael said it some others as well. I don't know if I'll have time to mix them all, and if again people are going to get sick of that bit pretty quickly, I think. But but you know what? We can sprinkle a couple in yeah. here and there. It doesn't have to be every week. But uh, if you have a good idea, send it our way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you can email us. You know, we'll tell you how to do that in a second. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right. Sorry about my energy level. I feel like I was really petering out there by the end, Aww. but um, it's okay. Thanks guess, for the... Uh, we'll get you an energy drink. Yeah, definitely. I'm sitting here next to some listeners sent me a sticker that says Cocaine Bear. <laughs> like, I need, to, I need to do what Cocaine Bear did. <laughs> which my is energy, cocaine. Which is cocaine. Uh, <laughs> you can, what did Cocaine Bear do? <laughs> you can call us uh, at 607-444-5597. Again, that is 607-444-5597. You can email us at after these messages show at gmail. You can visit us on our Facebook group. That's where we get a lot of fun things. Uh, we're also seeing uh, I'm seeing like lots of great comments and uh, and new subscribers on the YouTube page. That's where Andrew puts the BT Dubs ads. So check us out on any or all of those platforms. Whatever floats your boat, and we will talk to you next week in the new year. Yeah, and a happy new year. Yeah.